Hello, and welcome to the Agiostos. My name is Bill Dykstra. Today is April 29th, 2019. I had a difficult time with this Monday's Saints. Sometimes we may know of someone's holiness, but not really know much about the details of their life. Everyone who is commemorated today each lacked a sufficient amount of information that would fill an entire five minutes. I want each episode to be about one person or event, so I wasn't about to list off and go through each saint or group of martyrs. This is bound to happen multiple times throughout the year. So I had an idea. Allow me to preface this by saying that as an Eastern Catholic, my primary aim is to build up our Eastern tradition. Many of us in Western countries have lost some of that tradition, and we really ought to work at cultivating and building it back up in the public consciousness of our Eastern Catholic communities. Therefore, I would like to do a series on Eastern Catholic Saint titles. We use different labels for different people to better illustrate the evidence of their holiness. For example, we have designations like Passion Bearer, Harem Martyr, or Unmercenary. What I would like to do today is talk about one of those titles and the folks that we have given it to. Probably the title that is most identifiable for people is Confessor of the Faith or Confessor. And probably the most well-known saint to receive this title was Maximus the Confessor. Here's why we know him as such. Maximus was a monk and theologian in the 6th and 7th century. During this time, there was a theological controversy. The position of monothelitism grew to prominence and would later be recognized by the church as a heresy. It is our belief that in Christ there are two natures. He is completely divine and human. The monothelitist position was that, though there were two natures, there was only one divine will. Maximus asserted that, no, Christ had both a divine and human will, the human will being perfectly submissive to the divine. And how can we have a complete human nature without a human will? Call to mind Athanasius' point, what has not been assumed has not been redeemed. So what may seem like a rather benign or superfluous position has rather dramatic consequences. Maximus had attended the Lateran Council in Rome with the newly elected Pope Martin I, and this council condemned the heresy. Maximus had already been fighting the heresy in North Africa prior to. It was at this point Constance, the new Byzantine emperor, had Pope Martin, Maximus, and their companions arrested. Pope Martin would die before he arrived in Constantinople. It was first decreed by Emperor Constance that it was illegal to speak of the issue because it was causing too much friction in an empire that he was first acquiring the reins to. However, Maximus was not charged with disobedience to this decree. In his trial, it was due to his refusal to accept the monothelite heresy that resulted, it resulted in his tongue being cut out and his right hand chopped off. Obviously, this being done as a means to silence him from spreading his own position. He would later die in exile. Anyone who dies for the sake of Christ's truth is considered a martyr. However, a confessor is someone who, though their witnessing doesn't result in death, 
they certainly suffer for the sake of divine truth. Another time which produced confessors was the iconoclastic controversy in the 8th and 9th centuries. Theophanes is considered to be a confessor due to his time in prison for his iconophile position. Others during this time include St. George the Confessor and St. Nicetus the Patrician. There are other confessors, and I encourage you to look them up, read their lives, and understand the principles they sacrificed their security for. My name is Bill. This has been your daily dose of Agios. Confessors of the Faith, pray for us.